The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. So now to your question, how do you know if it's good copy or bad copy? So there's really two questions or just timing. Well, yeah. So by the way, just so we know, so we all have the same things. Copy typically means words. Creative means visuals. So when you're talking, just we're being specific because you defined it. So if you send me a postcard, it would be copy and creative, right? The, The creative is the visuals. The copy is literally just words. Not a big deal, but as we're communicating as a group, copy is words, uh, creative is visuals. Okay. So how do you know if it's good or bad copy? Uh, or if it's just not right timing. So the goal is right timing. A lot of it's right timing. So for commercial, that's why Dream 100 is so important. We know that of the Dream 100, at any given moment, zero to six and a half people are gonna be like, I'm hot now, or I'm warm now, I'm interested now. And the other 92 are just like, not my day, don't care. That's why when people are like, I called the guy and he wasn't interested. Should I keep him on my dream? Yeah, that's the whole point of a dream 100 is each one's worth a ton. And we're going to get to residential. Each one's worth a ton. And we know that they're not going to be ready. You know, 4% of them are going to be ready today, timing. But over the next year, 40 to 60% will probably be ready at some point. And over the next five years, north of 80 percent so that's why we do a long-term thing we're not trying to be like how do i know it's just not good timing we're looking for the good timing i'm not good enough to write any copy that's like takes a guy who's like i'm completely happy with my cleaners but i got this magic postcard and now i'm switching like that's not the goal right like again without being weird it'd be like i know a lady who i really want to date but she's madly in love with another dude what can i say to get like i don't know like find a single lady who's interested in dating like make it let's go for the low-hanging fruit so same thing with the copy we're not looking to get people happy with their situation whether it's i don't have that's why it's really pain right so a woman who's in a happy relationship or happy being single like how do you get her to date? I'm like i don't know i would spend time finding a woman who's like i'm really interested in dating and just try like let's just find the person that's got the pain so I don't know, I wouldn't separate good copy, bad copy, like timing. Like it's, it, ha- it has to be both, right? There is, I don't know how, I'm not good enough or I wouldn't even try to, washing machine or hot water heaters, a perfect example. If I sold hot water heaters, I wouldn't even know how to market it. I would only market the people who have a broken hot water heater. Like no matter how good marketing you send me, my hot, we, every time I turn the water on, I want hot as hot. Like what, what on God's <laughs> could you sell me, right? So I'm going to look for people that, it doesn't hot or it's not as hot as I need, or it's cold after the third shower or there's some sort of pain. So are you cool? Everyone cool with the concept of we need timing and good copy. Good copy alone isn't enough. Like you can't, we're not, the goal isn't to find people that are happy with their solution and talk them into our solution. It's to hit them with compelling copy at the moment that they're somewhat unhappy. So good. The only difference is like, if they're, if their pains at a 10, you say, I'll pick on, I'll pick on Don. Cause I love him. Um, say, Don's my cleaner. And for the fifth time in the last six weeks, his cleaners left the door unlocked and I've talked to him four times and I've just got off the phone with him and and I'm just about to dial whoever I know to whatever. And I get your ad. You could literally just cold call me. Hi, Mike. My name is Mike. I have cleaning and I don't suck. Can I have money, please? And that's terrible copy, but it'll probably work pretty deal. (laughs) Like my response. Oh my God. Yes. I was pleased. When can you come out? Right now? 
rewind four and a half weeks and it's the second time I've mentioned it to Dom and I'm a little peeved, right? I'm not ready to dial. I'm not going to fire him. I'm just a little peeved. If you send me, hi, Mike, money, give me clean, please. It's probably not going to work. But if you send a good piece of copy with an easy call to action, you're going to get me. So the, the copy is really for people, you know, it's any copy works if, if the timing's perfect. What we're really looking for is a guy, the good copy is going to be more effective with people that are mildly unhappy. Does that make sense? Okay. So to answer your question, how do you know if it's working or not? Short answers, ROI, return on investment. The reason I can't be more specific than that is because different platforms have different numbers that work. So on a Facebook ad, like a 1% click-through rate is pretty good. Um, and again, even that depends on what, what industry, right? So just in general, 1% click-through rate is pretty good. Three, four bucks a click is pretty good. 20, 30% of your landing page converting to the, the opt-in page is pretty good. 20, 30% of the, maybe 30, 40% of the people that hit the opt-in page actually taking the call to action is pretty good. And then, so there's lots of different things. With a billboard, it might be two clients a month. With direct mail, if it's just a postcard or something, not like lumpy mail that's expensive, like a, even a long form sales letter, it might be 1% uh, response rate might be good. So, depending on the the method or medium that you have, what a successful one changes, what never changes return on investment. So I don't care if you get as 0.01% response rate, but you send out a thousand flyers for 400 bucks and one guy calls, that's a terrible response rate. But if that one guy is a $400 client that stays for a month, that stays for three years, that's a good return. That's an effective dadgum ad. Did that answer your question? Or did I miss what you're looking for? Yeah, I think uh, what my takeaway would be is that the, the copies really, um, uh, the goal of the copy should be at, at least some kind of frame that that you want to go for. And, and in our case is, you know, some pain. So if you have something that's at least decent in the copy area, uh, so much more of the good or bad relies on uh, the timing of, uh, of a lot of different things like you mentioned. Right. So our, So we want our copy to be at, at least a decent copy uh, along the lines of um of of the theme if you will or um you know the idea the framing of of um uh, of what i mean if you want if you if you call somebody up and you want to talk to them about something um that's what you'd want to talk about you know their pains what i'm trying to say i don't know if that makes any sense so if, if the copy reflects the uh, the pain that you're a pain versus just a, a bad copy like you know my original perhaps i wouldn't necessarily call them up and talk to them about that but i would i would call them up or you know and talk to them about their pain for example does that make yes. any so, it does so is, the goal goal of the copy is just to be decent along and along the lines of of what you actually want to talk to them about and the rest of it kind of depends on timing is that i would go a little that's 80 percent Yes, that is correct. I would give, I would add a little nuance. Copy also preframes. So depending on how complex the sale is, the copy has to do a lot more, a lot less lifting, right? So for a residential sale, a postcard or, or whatever, and if you're, and it also depends on what you're selling. So, and I don't mean re like residential or commercial. I mean, are you selling? Okay. So 
The goal of all copy is to get them to take an action. The mistake that most of us make is we go too far down the line in an action. So again, I use dating because everybody gets it. I don't know what online platforms are anymore. I've been married for 15 years, but whatever the new thing is where you put your online platform aside from the picture, which is obviously good copy, but we can only do what we can do with our pictures, right? If we're, if we're being honest, if I'm doing copy, the goal of them is not to get them to marry me or to be in a long-term relationship. It's just to get them to email me back or text me back or swipe left or whatever the hell I want them to do. Right? So the same thing goes with copy. We get to call now for a free estimate, meaning call now so I can sell you something that's too big of a sale, right? So like we use email because it's pretty simple and everybody gets it. If you email someone, a lot of times they want to do a whole sale in one email or even a landing page, right? I come to your landing page. I've been here 10 seconds. I know you this much. And you're like, buy my crap. That's a lot to ask of a landing page. What you really are selling is just click this thing, take the next action, subscribe to my podcast, opt into my email list, make a 10 minute call. Like you're just selling the next thing. So with a postcard, the sale is, and that's why I'm like, I get so uptight about the offer, right? Because what is the next thing? Like, call me, come over, go to my website, go visit us on Instagram, shoot me an email. Like I, that's overwhelming. So we want to be crystal clear on the action we want them to do and then reverse engineer it from that. So all the goal of the copy is, is to get them to do the next thing. So again, if I'm on a dating app, I'm not trying to get them to marry me or meet my parents. I'm trying to get them to swipe left, call back, give me, I don't know, whatever the next thing is. And then say I'm old school. So say we're now texting, right? Too much to call. So we're texting. The goal of the texting still not to get her to fall in love with me, just to get her to meet me for coffee or to talk to me on the phone or whatever an appropriate next step is. And coffee, I'm still not trying to marry her, still not trying to get her to like meet my parents or fall in love. The goal is just to sell her on, maybe we can have a whole dinner together, right? So the problem we make is we we go way too far with copy. Like, hey, you've been, you can't, I spent $3 to get you to click on my landing page, buy my crap, call now for, so I can book a sales call with you. It's not enough, it's too much. So you've got to make an offer that's super easy, like breadcrumbs. So you want to kind of leave little breadcrumbs that they can pick up. And at the end of the breadcrumbs is marriage or you sell, you, they buy something from you as opposed to they have to take this huge leap from here's a postcard call now for a free estimate, which means call now so I can sell you crap. So yes, the copy's goal is just to get them to take the next step, not to buy the whole thing. Helpful? Yeah, yeah. I think um, we're really selling um, the conversation, pick a pick whatever, but you're really kind of selling the, the conversation about, you know, their pain. And and by the way, we we clean too, kind of. It's exactly it. Almost, it's exactly you know, it. Kind of like that, you know, we want to take care of what, whatever issue you're paying, this, that, and the other, and we clean too. Um, it's kind of a side note. In, in, in some respects, I still, I wouldn't, you know, believe it or not, I wouldn't even add in the weekly too. So, like when we do the podcast or any of our lead generation activities, I don't go, oh, and by the way, we coach too. It's implied. We're not hiding yes. it, but I never even bring it up. We just yeah. talk about their pain. And if and when we think that we can help their pain, I go, holy crap, Tim, I got to be honest with you. What you're talking about is what we do every day, all day. Would you like our help with that? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, that'd be great. And then we talk to them about it. But A, I'm not even going to offer that we clean or coach or do anything we do until I'm clear on what his problem is. I've decided I want to solve it. A lot of people come in, they're just starting or whatever. It's just not for us. And we're like, fantastic. Here's a different option. Here's a thousand podcasts that we've done for free. You don't have to pay a nickel. Join our for like, here's other options. So the goal for me is never even to sell them crap. It's to really understand the problem and help them solve the best I can. If and when, and if I've done a good job marketing, I'm going to have a high hit rate where maybe 70% of the people I talk to, I'm like, oh, I know I can solve your problem. But that, like when I said the marketing sets the preframe, if my marketing was want to be a millionaire in 10 seconds, you know, 
without cleaning toilets, call now. Well, then my hit rates could be super low because you see how the messaging is going to attract the wrong people. So if we're like, hey, if you're, if I talk more about the specific pains of, are you just starting out, don't know how to get clients, don't know how to bid, I'm going to get the wrong people. If I'm like, you know, full schedule, don't know how to get out of cleaning, stuck at six figures, want to go to seven figure, I'm going to get the right people. So the, the really the two jobs of the copy are to get the right people to take the next action and really hope ideally the wrong people don't do anything. Yeah, because through the reiteration of the the copy I sent you, that that's the changing point. It was the focus of the of what was being what was what the copy was was from from me or and 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 to them about cleaning to what their problems are, pains, things. That's really the we're story. cleaning, so we want to talk about cleaning. But they don't, you know, that would be like me going. Tim, how much coaching have you had? How much coaching would you like? What do you think about coaching? Let me tell you how good coaching is. You're like, I don't, I don't care about any of that. I'm cleaning toilets. I want to cut it out. Can we talk about that? I'm like, no, coaching. You're like, I don't see what I'm saying. Yes. Click funnels, by the way, for any of you guys that know uh, Russell Brunson, genius at that. Genius. He didn't sell, he never sold click funnels. He sold online marketing and the power, you know, I think what's his tagline? It's so good. Like, you're just one funnel away. Such a good tagline. Such a good tagline. And then you get him and you're like, oh my God, I, I get the, the value of these funnels. And of course I need click funnels, but it's just, it's a, it's almost a secondary thought. So yeah, I'm sick of looking stupid in front of my coworkers and have my boss pissed at me and having to spend 20% of my time wrangling the stupid cleaning company when that's not even on my job description. I'm just freaking doing it accidentally. That when you get him there and you and I have that conversation and you, you, you get me to that point. Well, of course I'm going to say, and you're like, oh, we do that. Would you like, help? oh my God. Yeah. Why don't we just do that? And there's no bidding. There's no taking it out. There's just me going, yes, you're the guy. Yeah. So really good marketing discussion. Did I answer the question? I mean, that was for everybody, but did I answer your specific question, Tim? Yeah. Yes, it did. Mike. Hey, new friend, love that you were here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. Question, how do I get better at taking uh, charge of solution calls? Really good question. Sometimes people default talking about the number of beds, blah, blah, blah. How do we get better walkthroughs and record the walkthrough without being weird? These are such good questions. Um, all right, I'll put it out there. There's an easy, obvious answer to take control of any question without feeling like a jerk or any, I gave the answer anyway, so I'm just going to tell you. Best way to take care of any, take charge of any conversation is to ask a question. Um, it's not rude. It's, uh, so here, let's just role play. I'm going to try and do what I want to do, which is, you know, the system and you just start yakking on about whatever you feel that is important to you. Hey, Ellen, thanks for writing me out. Ground rules, ground rules, ground rules. Is that still good? Yeah. Awesome. What made you invite me out today? Um, because I have two kids and I just don't have time to clean. Um, yeah. And I just, I want to take this load off my plate. And also and I you're have doing what I want you to do. Oh, okay. So you got to start talking about crap I don't want to hear because I'm not going to okay. that. You're doing exactly well, what Oh, okay. So I have two bedrooms. We have only tile floors. I really got want to hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Appreciate all that. What's the most frustrating part? What's driving you nuts today? Yeah, just like I want my time back, but also like how We're done. much. Is, what's your price? Wait, you're, wait you're what's right your cost? So you have, so it's fine, but you see how I just, I was, that was as rude as you're going to need to get. Hey, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I just didn't let her go. Asked another question and she just immediately complied. But what if they like, okay, hold on. 
then what if I interrupt you and then I'm like, oh, um, what's your rate? By so the way, because you have okay. to do that. So the problem is when we role play, I go be the pain in the ass that you're doing. And then I role play and you can't be the pain in the ass because it's working. So generally what happens is you're like, well, what if they acted this way? I'm like, well, if you did, if you, if you ask that question I asked you to ask, they're going to answer it just like you did. So I'm happy to role play, but I want you to know that would be an extreme circumstance. So we'll role play to get who's all right. Ellen's too nice. Who could be a complete a-hole? All right. Don's like done and done. <laughs> Actually, Ruth was pointing to you before you raise your hand. She's like, this <laughs> <I stood up. laughs> all right. So Don just be, and again, it's, and I'll be honest, I'll show you if he's too much, I'll end the call. Like I won't, I'll, I'll just call it. So you can be as a-hole as you wanted Don. Um, I shouldn't say a-hole. Be as focused on asking me stupid ass prices and uh, you know dusting and details that don't matter and right. i'll role play how i'd handle it so again i'm still <laughs> gonna set the uh, so i'm not gonna go yada yada i'm gonna go through the ground rules ellen because that's also setting up who's in charge so well first of all let me answer your second question because all of this will be answered and i think i'm gonna go over it with claire god willing i am you're actually next who's got a recording and will actually see this in real life so that's the best way because you guys hit me with a bunch of hypotheticals. I'm like, well, but if you would have like, they're like, they won't want to give a budget and that's for commercial, not residential. I'm like, had you gotten pain and summarized and validated and gotten them hundred percent committed and then asked for a budget, they will give you budget, but you don't do all that stuff. And you're like, they won't give budget. And I'm like, well, the problem was five minutes ago. So I'm going to take charge from the beginning. And then Ellen, you can be like, oh, I can see where Don's going to feel really stupid because he's going to like, he's going to have to work really hard to not follow my system because my system seems so logical and helpful to him. It's, he has to just be like intentionally obtuse, right? So you, that's why I'm going to play with Adon. A, you're too nice. You'll never, you'll just keep doing what I ask you to do. And B, I want you to see it from a third party. Uh, oh, and for those of you guys coming to the event, a little teaser. Uh, I think I've told you before, the best way to do sales training is in groups of three, where you've got a buyer, a seller, and an observer. So the way we're doing it now is that larger. I'm going to be selling, Don's going to be buying, and we've got you know a dozen observers. At the event, we're going to break into groups of three, and you're all going to, we're going to train it, and then you guys are going to do it. And I'm going to walk around. It's going to be awesome. So we'll do that now in a large group, but it's much more fun in a small group. Um, and you guys can do that on your own, not at the event, right? You can get in groups of three and do this on your own. Okay. Adon, only rule is you have to be a real human. You can't be a complete psychopath that no one's ever dealt with. Just be the most <laughs> difficult person that someone might actually deal with. Is that fair? It's, it's a call, right? It's not a face-to-face. -face. Ellen, you want call in-house, right? Or sorry, you want in-house conversation, not call, correct? Um, I asked about both, so I guess it doesn't matter. Claire, which is yours the in-person deal? No, mine's the, uh, mine's an intro call because I didn't, I haven't been recording the in-person walkthroughs. I didn't know that that was allowed. Oh yeah. So we'll do, uh, we'll do the in-person in one of Don because we're going to go over Claire's call. So we can do one of each for two different people, but let me answer Ellen's question, which Claire seems to have the same question with. So in the United States, certain States, you are allowed to record a, a conversation. Well, I know a call, I don't know about a conversation with just one person only. You don't even that you are that person who's recording it. Uh, and, and this is on phone. You other states, two people have to know. So for us, because we work in all the states on every call, we just say, hey, just so you know, calls recorded, or if it's on Zoom, I, I think Zoom tells you it's, it's recorded. So every single one of you guys that was here, unless you talked to an enrollment coach who didn't follow system, and I listened to their call, so I know they did follow system. Um, when you started your call, they went, hey, just so you know, calls being recorded, and you went, okay. So when you're like, how do I do it without being weird? Just go, hey, just so you know, we record the calls so I can make sure 
we get everything. If you make it a big deal, like, Hey, Ellen, I know it's super weird, but would you, would it be okay? If do you mind if I just, Hey, Ellen, um, we're going to go over all this just so you know, I'm recording a call so I can get better. That said question. So as long as you just say it, like you're not doing anything weird because you're not doing anything weird, you're literally recording it so you can get better at doing your job. And if I've never had anyone say there's a problem with that, and if they did, I would just be like, well, okay, then go away. <laughs> what are you going to, you know, like I'm always weird. And again, no offense to any police officers, but if I was a cop, I'd be like, no, 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 put a body cam on me. I want it all video. So when the guy says I did something crazy, we got video. I'd be very nervous about a cop that's like, no, nah, I don't want body cam. I'm like, why? What are you planning on doing? So the same thing if I'm with someone I'm like, don't record this conversation. I'm like, why? What do you, what do you plan on happening here that you don't want recorded? So to answer Evan's question, we do it on every call that we do. It is a uh, phone, not in person. But if I was in person, we go, hey, just so you know, we record the calls because we want to get better all the time. That said, and I hit right with a question. So that answers your second question, Ellen, of how do you do calls without being weird? Just don't be weird. All right. So we'll do the, I'm going to do with the Don and I'm going to do the whole thing because part of taking control and having a Don, it's called leading and pace, or pacing and following. So when I pace the conversation, he's naturally going to follow me. So part of the pacing is the setting of the ground rules because I am telling him, here's how the call is going to go. So we kind of train him at the beginning. So when I start asking questions, he's already used to me being in charge. Um, all right, Don, rules are you can be the worst human you've talked to, but it has to be an actual human that would respond the way, you know what I'm saying? You can't be a cyborg a-hole. You have to be an actual human responding the way humans respond, I get uh, it. even if it's pain in the ass. All right. Hey, Don, thanks for inviting me out. Um, I know we talked yesterday. I've slept since then. Can I just, can we just re-agree what we talked about on the phone? Yeah. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I say, I have a, I have a big uh, Labrador. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, slow your roll, baby. Question asked is: are, are you okay if we re-agree with what we agreed on? So we said twenty minutes uninterrupted. I'm turning my phone off. You still have twenty minutes uninterrupted? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I got kids. Uh, I gotta pick up my kids in like 15, 20 minutes, so that's fine. Yeah. Hold on, just to be clear. For me to really be able to help you, we need 20 minutes interrupted. So do you need to pick up your kids in 15 minutes or 20 minutes? Uh, I'll, do, I'll do 25 minutes. They can wait for me. No worries. boy. Uh, I knew mm -hmm. I liked you. Great. And if uh, I know I said this on the phone, but for whatever reason, if I don't, if I'm not a thousand percent confident, we're the absolute best to solve your problem. You're still cool with me telling you that, correct? Sure. Cool. And vice versa, right? You don't like the way I ask questions. I'm too bossy, too ugly, too expensive. I smell. You just tell me to piss off there. Sure thing. Cool. And he's already like, I told him to be a jerk and he's completely complying with everything I'm saying. So at the end of this, if I'm like, oh my God, I know, I understand your problem. I know I can solve it. And you're like, oh, this guy gets it. What would you like to see happen again? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like to get a quote from me or maybe some numbers that I can figure out if it's going to work for me or not. Got it. So obviously, like I said, if I'm too expensive, ugly, whatever, you're going to throw me right out. But yes. if if I know I can help, you know I can help. We give you numbers. All that makes sense. What would you like to see happen at that point? Oh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get started right away. Cool, love it. Um, oh, so to make that happen, I'm going to ask a bunch of questions just to make sure I really understand the problem before I make a proposal to solve it. Is that still fair? Sure. I have a list of the things that I want you to clean. So yeah, you can ask me any questions about that. Uh -huh. Beautiful. So what made you invite me out today? What's what's driving you up a wall about this whole situation? Yeah, like I said, I have. Um, I have this big, big dog, man, and he sheds like crazy. So I just, uh, I just want you guys to come out and take care of the floors and maybe the bathrooms. You know, I. When you say uh, shed like crazy, what's the worst part about that? Uh, so, well, hold just, on, hold on, really quick. First of all, he's been compliant the whole time, even after I told him not to be compliant. 
and he's even he's doing a really good job of like complying with my thing and then trying not to so when he talks about a dog which is what i want to hear about and that's good i give him positive reinforcement by nodding and smiling when he starts changing the subject i just jump in hold on tell me what's the most frustrating and i asked him about his thing and he just got right back on track so mm -hmm. it's hopefully you guys saw what i did wasn't like heavy lifting or voodoo or i'm not like this dominant crazy like i could never do that it's literally the script that we teach and just an intolerance from him going places that aren't going to help him um, and for you, Adon, did that feel uncomfortable? Was I being pushy? Was I doing anything? They're like, oh, that felt gross. No, um, no, it feels different. It just feels different because I uh, we usually usually don't deal with people that straightforward, but it's good. Right. And like, nor I, do I, by the way, like with you what? guys, I said, I don't deal with people that straightforward as well, but mm -hmm. I match your energy. So, right. and I kind of cheated because I knew you were going to be an a-hole because I actually be an a-hole. So I was coming in pretty like, hey, let's go. But I usually come in with humor and 92% of the time people like the humor and they just follow what I do. But if and right. when they get pissy or whatever, I just, and I wasn't a jerk. I just interrupted and said, and again, I was asking about what you wanted to talk about anyway. So like, yeah, I've got a whole list. And by the way, guys, you are welcome to ignore a non-objection. So I've got a list of things that I want to get done. You can ask whatever you want about that. I just ignored it and asked what I wanted to ask. Right. He just, and he went, okay, and just started answering it. So we could have gotten a big pissing match about, well, I'm going to answer it. Or I could just ask a different question. He's like, oh, okay, we're going here. So right. do you notice the, if you go back and replay that, it was just question, 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 question. And he just answered, 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 answered. And if he didn't answer the way I liked, I made a statement and then asked another question. Or if he was really getting out of hand, I'd interrupt and ask a question. But it was just all questions. So I got to control, you know, hey guys, what's the ugliest animal you've ever seen? I just controlled everybody's mind to a degree because you're like, oh, should I wonder? And everyone started thinking about that just by asking a question. You can't not. It's a question. That's why in copy, most of the stuff we do is questions as opposed to we clean great. Are you Do your cleaners make you sad? Or, you know, we, we're cleaners that make you happy when we come out. Are, do your cleaners make you happy when you come out? Question people have to answer. Ellen, do you feel, and I know it's going to be tough for you because I'm naturally able to be that kind of dominant and you're not, but hopefully you can be like, they're just questions, right? I'd be like, shut up, Adon, I'm in charge here. And I'll, you, you better, like, I didn't do anything like that. I just interrupted with a question. Are you, is that something you feel like you could build that muscle? Yeah, I think I just need to keep practicing um, and just keep doing it. And then I know that I'll get better. I just need to keep working on it and For making everybody? it more natural. For everybody, practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. So really important you guys bring in your uh, recordings. So if you keep doing it wrong over and over, and that's practice, and I'm not saying you are or aren't, I don't know because I haven't heard it, but I just want to encourage everybody doing it poorly. Like that's what I got so excited about uh, Tim and Beth. If they just kept sending me the same crap copy, not listening to what I was doing, at some point I'd be like, Tim, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like you're just not listening. But when he kept getting better and better and better, I was like, oh, we can do this. So I'm confident you're getting better. But if you can let me listen to one, you'll just, you'll just get better so much faster because we can identify exactly what wrong as opposed to you having to guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'll record it. I just wasn't recording the walkthroughs, um, but I have some calls recorded that I can send more yeah. to you. Cool. Did you feel you've got what you need out of that, Ellen? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Cool. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? 
It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.